What up, people? Schulte here, and you guys are about to listen to a clip from our weekly Patreon episode. If you want to sign up to our Patreon, support the flagrancy, support what we are doing, completely uncensored, flagrant content, you go to patreon.com slash flagrant2. With no more interruptions, here is the exclusive clip. Let's talk about Dave crying. We're going to see Dave this week at, at when we go to Austin. Oh. So I'm going to go do Rogan in Austin, and him and him and Dave have a show this uh, this this week at Austin. They're doing these like outdoor shows where they like COVID test everybody and shit like that. So uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get to talk to him there, and I'll just ask him about it. Yeah. But it was just I'm like. I'm curious to know your thoughts. I think, I, think uh, I don't know. Like I was just kind of like turned off by when I was watching it. And I'm like, why am I turned off watching you do this? We're talking about Unforgiven, which is the latest thing he mm-hmm. put off. And um, I think it was just like, it was it was Scotty Pippen behavior for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. complain about the contract that you <sighs> negotiated. negotiated, you signed. Mm-hmm. It's very Scotty Pippen. But like, that's not GOAT behavior. Like, Michael Jordan didn't do that. Michael Jordan, I think, at point in his career, was making a million dollars more than Scotty, right? And he cashed in later in his career based on all the success that he built within those contracts that he signed and then lived up to. And, like, I don't know. I just, I, don't know, I was kind of just turned off. I man. think Dave is the greatest, I think, I think Patrice is the greatest. Yeah. That's my goal. But Dave is unbelievable, man. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, I just the greatest. Think, I think he's the greatest public speaker that I've ever seen. And yeah, I, yeah, we might have discussed this privately, but like the way he tells a story is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. The fucking three card Monty story was so good, so powerful as a storyteller. Mm-hmm. But you negotiated a shitty contract, and then you kind of misrepresented the circumstances under which you signed the contract. Mm. I signed that contract the way a twenty seven year old with a kid. You weren't a twenty seven year old with a kid. You were a twenty seven year old who had been in a list movies, who had an HBO special. You right. this contract was that much more complicated than you've got mail. Did he have a good agent at the time? I mean, he was in You've Got Mail with fucking Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. You're not getting that with some bum-ass middle-tier boutique agency. He's with the big dogs. They're working this out. And it's not like you didn't... You might say, I signed a bad deal because they were all in on it, but don't put it on, I was just a 27-year-old, wet behind the ears. You were successful for a decade, and we have not been kind to other people who signed bad contracts and complain about them. For me, I got it. Personally, I had to keep that same energy. You know Don't do that. That is a thing. It's just like, I, I think that we naturally kind of reject uh, fraudulence. Yes. So it's like, we're watching them and we're like, I see you want to get your money for these seasons for that contract that you signed where you shouldn't yep, have. Yep, yep. But the way you're going about it is just kind of corny. Yeah. But all right, do you. You're trying to like yeah. get the people to really- bully the different the network so that you can get a piece of that money. You want to get your money, get your money. That's fine. But I'm not going to play along with the masquerade. I see you. Yeah, yeah. like it's a if, brilliant negotiation tactic. Like, if after if like I was I don't have a relationship with Spell like that, but if I had known him from back in the day, like if I'm Donnell or something like that and he came off stage, you'd just be like <laughs> oh, is that how it went down? <laughs> I'll hit him with one of these. That was Oscar worthy, my guy. That's the thing. Oscar worthy. I like the move. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a, a great deal. negotiation. You do move. a deal you don't like, and then you get the leverage later on. And you go, yeah, let me patch up those old mistakes I made. Boom. Let it's, me fix the thing I did in the past. It's the only way he could get it back is to get the people to get upset and then get right. him to get, now, let them be like, I don't want the PR hit. The style of it is annoying, like whining about it, all that shit. I also yeah. think the people that like cry for millionaires are idiots. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the people in the comments being like. Like if if this is a win for Dave, this is a win for us. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like the people like on Dave's side for that. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll speak I, from it. Can I speak from it from the from the producer side to the talents that yeah. you guys are? 
Speak from it from the Jew from side. The, from okay? the Jewish you side. You tricked them into signing the contract. So let me tell you about yeah, it. Yeah. The deal that he signed, I believe, because he had good agents, was a standard deal that they give to different talents. Nobody, none of those buyers knew it would become the Chappelle show. So you can't think, the talent wants to think that they made that decision in a vacuum just for Chappelle. But what they're doing as a network is making decisions for their entire slate of projects for maybe 10 different comedy shows. Yeah. And the way that they make money is that they lose because they took a risk on six of those shows. Right. And then the Chappelle show is supposed to make up for those six losses. And then they have a couple wins somewhere in the middle so that's and you just also don't have the benefit of hindsight to know it's a win or a loss that, yeah that's another thing it's like up to that point he had not had anything that was wildly successful on a uh, financial front like maybe the not how high what is it called half baked uh, half baked i think that was successful amongst like us and like college kids thought it was really funny but in terms of making money it wasn't a financial success yeah. yet maybe it did later in DVDs I, I, or something. I, even if it was successful which I would think it was just no initially it was okay but, but he hated it regardless regardless mm -hmm. but like I guess the point is you're there's no standard for how you're gonna do like now for example when Dave Chappelle does a deal with Netflix he could say yo I want a hundred million and then Netflix goes well shit you're Dave Chappelle like whenever you put anything out the entire world watches it so you're worth a hundred million proof of concept exactly but so I again I think you made a good point I like yo get your money fix the bad deal but don't we see you. I, yeah, like, I, you're not going to act like I don't see what the fuck is going on over here. Like, you've been in the business your whole life. You know how the business works. You know what I mean? You're like, the business broke me. What was he even saying? I, I took exception to this when he was like, I, Muslim, I didn't drink or smoke until you guys got me to drink or smoke. Do not put your failure of your God on someone else ever. To me, it's like, bro, Mark, there's nothing I could do that would make you do anything that's outside of your faith. It's mm -hmm. just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And if I did, you wouldn't put it on me. Yeah. And oh, the stress of a show. No, N you guys will never get me to drink. You're just yeah. not going to. It's not going to happen. Right. That's me and God. And if Chappelle. it does, I'm not going to be like, you guys, I, I failed God because of you. Don't do that <laughs> shit. And he got Muslims in his corner. Yeah. They should keep it a buck with him. Be like, don't. Don't bullshit everybody in the room, including yourself. Yeah. That's you. We got to get Akash drunk. Chappelle got some magic power, <laughs> man. <laughs> nah, we all got to get. We had him smoke. See, yeah, yeah, we're gonna trick you into drinking, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm more into drinking than smoking and eating a burger, bro. I'm gonna get you to eat a burger. Mm. I used to eat beef, but once I stopped, I stopped. Wow, mm. get your money, Dave. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second so you could uh, satisfy the woman of your dreams. Simple as that. You gotta satisfy the woman of your dreams or the woman of the night or ladies, the man of the night or the man of your dreams. The reality is, y'all should be satisfied, and there's one way to do it you gotta blue chew it. The blue chew, okay? Same active ingredients that are inside Cialis or Viagra, only this is the chew, and this is what the flagrant boys use, okay? We do not play around out here. We are out here serving up dick the way it should be served, and that's hard, and that's ideally not fast, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Bluechew.com, you make sure you use that promo code flagrant. You're going to get it delivered right for your door for free. All you need to do is pay $5 shipping. And you're going to get the best dick of your life, ladies. Fellas, you're going to you know deliver up the best dick of your life. You're going to serve that dick up as you should. I don't know why I'm raising my voice and speaking almost in a whisper, mm. but I'm so excited by this chew that you got to get there and you got to do it. So Bluechew.com, make sure you use that promo code flagrant. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what's up, Al? Nah, Get your money, Dave, Dave. Dave. Dave has a magical power of some sort because, like, I was probably doing shit while just watching it uh, in the background, and I fell for all that shit. 
I felt for all that. Like, mean? I'm hearing you guys now, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, it makes so much sense. But then yeah. when I was watching him, I'm like, damn, they really fucking him over on his seat. Yo, yo, like, this favorite. hard, this art that he created, and he part. can't even get it back and shit. Yo, and then I fucking, I think I posted to my story, like, boycott Dave Chappelle show yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. Fucking, and my, thanks for calling me stupid. <laughs> my favorite part is, like, uh... He's he's there complaining about how like Comedy Central like took everything from him and it's like that show gave you everything. Mm. Like yeah. low key, and again, go get your money, do whatever you want, right? But like everything that he got was after that show popped off that he earned himself by making that show absolutely amazing, being talented as fuck. But I'm, I'm sure there's like a little part of you that's probably like Hey man, thanks for that opportunity. That's pretty cool. Like to I, your point. You know what I mean? Like, I would, I, I'm not looking back at MTV going and this very different. Of course, you know, Dave went to superstardom after Comedy Central. You know, I did okay with MTV, but I'm still grateful for the opportunity. Hmm. I don't know. To your point, I went to, I was a huge Dave Chappelle fan from Killing Them Softly. Went to see him in Dallas at the Majestic Theater. Like, the, the second week Chappelle show was on the air. Mm-hmm. He just happened to be in Dallas months in advance, bought tickets. Theater is half empty at least. Mm. Two years later... You could scalp that same ticket for thousands of dollars. Get your money, Dave. And it's from a Comedy Central contract that did fuck him. But to your point, that led to... But did it fuck him if he ends up becoming the most successful comedian in the world and the greatest comedian in in history the most people? Did it really fuck you? Yeah, we're at this point, I can argue with you. We're splitting hairs. Did it fuck you? We're splitting hairs. That could happen, though. Fuck me, then. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of fucking seems good. Like all those Motown artists that like sign these terrible deals, become famous, and lose all their money. It's like, eh, they like they got famous and like they got some money, but they kind of got fucked at the same time. I just think artists should have the ability to buy back their art. Say what? I just think like somebody who creates something should have the ability to own it. That's I think that in a vacuum that makes absolute sense. And as creatives, I'm aside with you 100. percent If I'm not the creative, if I'm the bank, you know what I mean? And the bank is like, hold up. So I I I take all. I'm going to take all the risk here. And then when the shit becomes profitable, I got to give you the opportunity to buy it back. No, That's but crazy. like, but charge them for it. Like, be like, okay, this is what I think I would have made mm. if I kept it. Are you willing to pay that? Ooh. That's what I'm saying. So give me. Who finds that price? That's though. what That's I was gonna say. Too, I guarantee right? you, yeah. their valuation will be super high. That's if, if 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 you're Chappelle, you're probably gonna be like, I feel like it's worth this much. I'll pay you this much, and they're gonna be. He's gonna be like, oh, they're trying to charge me, you know, nine figures. It's extortion. But he's genius though, because what he's doing is maybe that's his plan, and what he's doing is driving down the price for the show because nobody streams it, right? Because if he's like, yo, nobody watch my shit, and then he goes, yo, can I buy back the rights? Everybody, Comedy Central's got to be like. Well, shit, we can't sell it to nobody. Mm-hmm. Might as well sell it to him if that he's the right. only one available, and mm-hmm. then he can go flipping on the backside. So get your money, Dave. That's, that's a smart get your move. money. Yeah. Just don't expect us to believe that yeah. shit. That's true. You know, that's true. Yeah, that's um, all it is. You actually, just, for me, I hold him maybe up to too high esteem. Maybe that's the the thing. You know what I mean? So when I see the Scotty Pippen behavior, I'm just like, ah, oh, we not crying, are we, man? We're not going to cry. Well, this is the first time comics outside of us I've ever gotten like a critical text about Dave. I had a group thread of comics being like, yo, I'm tired of this crying shit. They be saying that in a text. And then they be coming on a pod <laughs> yep. like, oh my God. Hashtag boycott spells. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Posting it all over oh, shit. Oh, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, all it's I'm bad saying- funny to see all these like, sorry to come, but like all like uh, the rappers, they got labels and shit. Like boycott Chappelle show. And it's like, you got artists that need some masters bought too? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got some deal sign that you might want to, you know, look back on? Yup, you're not wrong, but you brought up a good point to me off pod, which was like, this is actually the best way, Chappelle's show, for young kids to find out about Chappelle. Yeah. Like, he was, he put together one of the greatest shows 
Greatest sketch show in history. Greatest sketch show in history. One of the greatest comedy shows of all time, probably. If yeah. you rank like the top 100, it's probably there. Two seasons of brilliance. Yeah. If you're a young kid that's too young to remember 2001, which is a lot of kids, you're going to look at this and be like, oh, this is this is why Dave is Dave. Mm. And that's how I remember what you said to me. And I was like, that's a good fucking point. Mm. You could see, he could expose an entire generation mm. to kids of like, yo, this is why motherfuckers listen to me do a special at the comedy store and tell a 30 minute story about Iceberg Slim. This yeah. is why. Yeah. And to be honest, that was even more poetic than the fucking, the bird revelation one or whatever, the comedy store, Iceberg Slim, mm-hmm. even better than the three card Monty story. Mm-hmm. He'll talk about the industry fucking you in the most poetic ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You're so romanticized by it, and that's how he wins you over. How much he get from the, for the next Netflix deal? I don't know. Something crazy, like fifty. I think he got his fifty back. I think he's pretty strategic. To your point. Fuck me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this industry is horrible. I mean, the fifty million was nice. Yeah. This industry will beat you down. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, bro. And you get to get drunk. This ain't not fair at all. <laughs> We're not buying it, Dave. We're not buying it. But love, get your money, bro. Yeah, we love you, but get we see your money, you. bro. We boycotting too. All right, guys, you just listened to a clip from our weekly Patreon episode. If you want to continue to listen to that episode, subscribe, join the Asshole Army Patreon. Keep it tight and keep it flagrant with us. You can do that at patreon.com slash flagrant to indulge.